Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five ways coaches need to strategize in the portal. Uh, this is from uh, by request from Tim Finch. So here's your Bon Jovi song, Tim. Uh, but no, I thought this was a, an interesting topic and thought, thought uh, we'd dive into it. Number five. Uh, and this is kind of not necessarily like an order of what you have to do, like maybe an order how you start it. So five to one. But number five, who can you afford? That is, that is the first question you have to ask yourself. How can, can we afford this person in the portal? Are, do we have the NIL budget to do so? Um, what are they asking for? The negotiation process is not as straight um, – it's not as straightforward as professional sports. We'll just put it that way. It's still very nebulous to how all these go uh, because there's not any kind of rules to it. Uh, so you have to figure out what money you have available and who you can afford and where those those slots go. So that's the first thing you have to do, which is something that is very new to coaches because that's not, well, completely what they had to do before. It's not like they weren't throwing some under-the-table things around college athletics, too. But as far as now, where people can just straight-up ask for it and you can't say and – you, and you can't, you know, go, well, that's illegal, you have to figure out who, what, you, what you have in the kitty. Yeah, what's, what's this topic again? I'm sorry. Top five ways coaches need to strategize in the portal. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, but aren't they not really supposed to be involved with that anyways? That's another part of the stupid but, setup but they, of college. But they are. No, yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, I'm pointing out the stupidity of the yeah. whole thing, is that they're not even technically allowed to be involved in that part of, of this whole thing, at least when it comes to working with the collectives in most cases. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, yes, I guess pull whatever money you got from your, your donors and your collectives and um, figure out, like, yeah, what you're able to spend. That is a good starting point of when you're about to go out on the market and, and basically go into free agency is, you know, what, yeah, what do you have at your disposal and how do you sort out um, out of that pool how much you need for how many people? Like, I mean, do you got $2 million to work with? I mean, how many guys do you need? Do you need 14 players? Well, you got to strategize and, and figure out how all that money is going to work and, yeah, suddenly you need even more staffers to now finance, uh, give financial advice and, and help break down the, the money to, to pay your roster. So, yeah, that's pretty wild. Number four, go for longer-term depth. So, you know, there are going to be those one-hit wonders that you get that are going to help. But the guys who really help you, and this is, I'll just use the, the Baylor example, where they, where they were hurt in this year's roster particularly, was that the 2020 class was not a great one. And then the 2021 first portal class that they could have made up for some of that where you find more players that fit was not really more than like two or three guys. So you need to use that time to not necessarily just get the, you know, the Cam Ward who's going to make a huge difference for you, but get a guy who's got a couple years that you can develop to make up for maybe, especially if you're a newer coach, um, the guys that didn't hit right away and may not may not fit what you're trying to do. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it just kind of depends on what situation you're looking at. I mean, I think everybody ideally is looking for depth, but, I mean, you can bring in all the transfer portal guys you want, and they don't necessarily pan out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, ideally, you'd go for longer-term depth. Um, if you're putting together your list of to-dos, this would this would be on there, but whether or not you're actually able to do that is a, a totally different story. There's a number of guys that were brought in this past year uh, just down the road that didn't end up doing anything yeah. of note whatsoever. I mean, a handful of guys. Um, that you wouldn't even have realized were on the roster that were big gets out of the transfer portal. They'll be back next year, some of them. So I guess that plays into some of that depth. But, yeah, whether that's impactful or not is uh, is a different story. Yeah, well, I mean, and I'll just say this. With the one-time transfer rule now in effect for guys who have not graduated, getting a guy who's a redshirt freshman – uh, has a little bit more value, even if he's not totally ready to play. If he's at right. a position of need and you feel you can coach him up, then that that is that is something that'll help you. Number three, fill your starters first. Like you got to find the spots where, hey, we need to have a guy that starts here right now. Uh, and so that should that's I know it's kind of a common sense thing, but now that you have it available to you, like look, if you need a, you know, Baylor probably needs a starting quarterback. I don't know, you know, that's the first thing. They were going to have to get a quarterback or two, no matter what, uh, in in this cycle. And they got one I know coming in as a recruit. So, but they're going to have to get somebody to compete with Sawyer Robertson. So that's something they have to do. Uh, if you're Colorado, you got to find some offensive line starters. Like you had, like even the guys who were bad on your team last year are leaving in the portal. So you don't. You can't rely on the returning starter. Maybe they'll be better next year thing. you got to go get those starters and fill at least those out first before you start thinking about everybody else you got to get. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of common sense. That's yeah. you, need a, you need a quarterback, you better go get yourself a quarterback. Uh, if you need offensive linemen, better get those guys. So, yeah, I, I agree that you need to get your starters uh, wherever those holes are. And I guess if you have the luxury of worrying about filling out depth and that's a luxury, and you can worry about that later on. But, yeah, it doesn't really make sense to get your fourth linebacker before you get your you know, your first offensive lineman unless you, I guess, you know, have a plan in place to where that's how it's supposed to work out, I suppose. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's important to get your, your starters in there. Number two, leave no stone unturned. Find your Cam Wards, your Jared Versus. Uh, those are the guys on the thing that look, uh, there's a quarterback for New Hampshire that's on his way to Minnesota. They haven't had been great at quarterback. He's going there. Uh, the, who's the guy from Holy Cross? Uh, yeah, I already forgot yeah. his name. Uh, uh, but yeah, go find those guys. There's um, three linemen from the from the Ivy League that people are, are, are getting. Joey Slackman, Thor Griffith, and there's one more that people are looking at right now. And look, if you're if you're good, like if you're good on that on that, um, you know, on the next let, like really dominant on that lower level, then you can be a good player, at least in the power five. Um, you know, uh, Florida state has a guy named Braden Fisk, uh, who you saw dominate against Louisville the other night. He came from Western Michigan. Like those are the guys to me also, uh, some of those guys might have a little bit more value than the five-star who's burned out right? Like there's always going to be the guy, well, his guy was a great in high school and I can fix him. But the guy who's on the way up to me is a little bit more interesting, especially if you're trying to like maybe close the gap and win the conference title. Those guys who are veterans and are on the way up might be better for you than the guys who, are, who might be on the way down. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the situation and um, leave no stone unturned. I Yeah, I guess you look everywhere. Matthew Sluk is the Holy Cross quarterback yeah. that you're trying to think of. And uh, I couldn't remember his name. Uh, I just don't know how much you can really do this now yeah. um, because I feel like now everybody knows who Matthew Sluka, Holy, yeah. Holy Cross quarterback, is. Like, who knew 
two weeks ago who this guy was outside of just hardcore football fans. Um, and now, you know, he's not well-known, but I think he's much more well-known now than he was, and that goes for a lot of guys. But, yeah, find your Cam Ward if you can find him. I just think now people know about Cam Ward, and now they like, hey, better go check out Incarnate Word, see if they yeah. got any talent. Better go look at Holy Cross. And I don't know how many people were doing that beforehand, but they are now. And so it's harder to to do than, than before. But, yeah, I mean, you definitely need to look outside of just the guy from Auburn or the guy from the, you know, uh, the Oregon uh, schools or, or just somebody who's from a name brand. Uh, there are good players out there that, didn't end up at those types of places for one reason or another, whether it was grades or uh, just overlooked or whatever the case may be. And and now here's a big opportunity to go and uh, get those guys where they rightfully belong. That's certainly what happened with Cam Ward. Yep. Number one, make a splash when you're given the opportunity. You know, I I know that like this and and number five may not go right together, but when you can make a splash with a guy who can make a huge difference in your program, I think you got to do it now. Um, You know, especially if it's, if it's, if it's the perfect fit. So um, I, uh, I think some people are too liberal in the portal. Some people are too conservative. You got to play that thing right in the middle, but sometimes when the opportunity to make a big move, uh, presents itself to you from somebody who can then go do it and don't get caught up in the in the details of it I think the that uh college football is a little bit different now because and look it's not like you're tied to this guy forever too that's the other good thing the difference between the the one thing I'll say is better about college free agency than pro free agency is you know you sign a guy to a five-year contract in the pros even if you have to cut him after a year and a half like he's a total bust uh you're on the hook for all his money uh in college it's just it's just this time then it's over. So, you know, I say make a splash when you can. But I mean, yeah, I think that's what everybody's trying to do is, yeah. is make splashes uh, with the, the transfer portal and uh, and the bigger the better. Um, you know, it doesn't always necessarily – it's like signing day. It's the same exact thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you sign a splashy five-star. Sometimes they pan out. Sometimes they don't. But you at least get that splash on signing day. So, yeah, if you've got that opportunity in the portal, which, you know, it seems like there's more and more splash players that are, that are in that thing with each passing year than – uh, yeah, if you're able to do it, then cannonball, I guess. Uh, yeah. Go go ahead and make that move. Yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you, Craig. Thanks, Thank you, Garrett. Uh, thanks to Olin Buchanan, uh, Taylor McCarg, and Mickey Spagnola. Thanks to Emery. Thanks to Levi. Thanks to Jack. Uh, we're back again tomorrow. We'll have Dan Lust right off the top of the show pretty much uh, walking us through the legal ramifications of uh, what would be the proposed new NCAA subdivision. That and much more. This is 365 Sports. Have a good night, everybody. This has been a Rogue Media Network 